Alright, on the count of three, the name of the beer. One, two, three, 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 three. What we do here is go back, 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 back. Another episode of the Bros and Brews podcast. We are here on the 16th of November. It is a Wednesday, um, which does line up with when we've usually done our, our podcast recordings. Um, but something special, uh, once again, with the occasion of this podcast. It's been a while if you've been waiting, but here it is. Uh, once again, we are in the same room. Yeah, James is here for his birthday. It's his birthday in a couple of days, and he thought he'd come up and spend some time with Morgan and I, graciously give us his presence um, as a present. Um, and yeah, it's been it's been quite good. It's been one of those weird things where we're together catching up, but now we have to put that into a podcast format. True, and uh, you know we've been warming up for the last twelve hours. Twelve hours. More than 12. Yeah, over 12 hours. Yeah. Uh, so 20, over 24 hours, we should say. True. <laughs> you have been here already. Um, but yeah, we're back. We're here. We're keen to get into it. Um, and as always, we start off the episode mm. with I am very much looking forward to a beer. It's very hot. Yeah. Uh, and if you oh. hear traffic, it's because we can't exist without any open windows here yep. in Auckland. So yep. you'll just have to enjoy the ambient sound of the uh, five o'clock traffic. Of people commuting home. Um, yeah. That's a little bonus for this episode. Mm. We were in that traffic a couple of hours ago. It's the like after after school trap. Oh wait, no, it's exams. Ah, oh, there's still school. Anyway, we were in traffic, but we're home now. We're home. All right. Matt was driving. I was license. Oh, I was on driving. On his learners. Oh my god. Only two crashes. No, that's a lie. He's actually quite a good driver. Thank um, you. You're a good driver. Thank you. You asked me before. I know we're already taking a little <laughs> exit ramp <laughs> on the conversation. But Matt asked me before, he said, how am I as a driver? And I went, honestly, I haven't even thought about it, which is a sign of a good driver. Thank you. There was one instance today where you did have to say something, which was very valid uh, in the timing of it all. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we'll move on to it. Brulette. Brulette. Once again, you know the game. We go into a supermarket and we try and purchase the same beer. In our advantage today, because we did go mm. to the same supermarket, one at, a t- one at a time. New World Victoria Park. New World Victoria Park. We haven't seen each other's beers yet. As a surprise, it's always a surprise. Um, but yeah, it's it's more in our favour than ever that it could happen. Well, according to the sign that I read, which said 350 craft beers, at worst, the odds are 1 in 350. I feel like there were less than 350 on those shelves. I don't know if that included six packs and other things. Probably felt like there was a hundred on there, maybe two hundred. Oh, yeah, but nevertheless, we're working from a definite probability. There will have been weeks where the supermarkets that we have bought from don't have the same beer, and True. therefore our True. odds of it happening are zero percent. Zero percent. I would, I guess, today I would give us a one percent chance, knowing, <laughs> knowing, no, one percent is quite high. Yeah, okay, knowing okay, okay. that we're working from the same number of beers. Yep. Knowing what we know about, I'll be surprised if we bought a stout today. 
A what? A stout. Uh, yeah, of course it not. It seems unlikely. <laughs> of course not. So when we remove all of those... That's true. It's pro- Maybe it's 5% maybe chance. Maybe it's 5%. 1% would mean there are 100 beers that we might have chosen. I think 1% is probably fair. Yeah, that probably still sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, it is Brulette 43 today, by the way. Brulette 43. We've gone through the beers. As always, we will start off with the type of beverage that we have purchased. I'm going to quickly look down at my beer. Me too. Me too. All right. Just have a little... I know what it is. This doesn't mean it's something I don't know. I just <laughs> want to double check. Okay. 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 On the count of three. One, two, three. New IPA. England IPA. Let's go to the brewery. Let's go to the next one. The brewery? Yep. <laughs> Need a look. What is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it. Count of three. One, two, three. Mount, Mount Brewing, Brewing Company. Company. I think we have the same beer. All right, on the count of three, the name of the beer. One, two, three. Crazy Hastings! Yes! It's done! We did it! We did it! I was staring at it, I was like, it says hazy on the can, but it's not a hazy. Okay, all right, calm, we'll calm down, we'll calm down. Oh my god, look at the, the, the spikes on the audio The spikes are crazy, sorry all right. everyone. Let us recap what happens now. We'll get back into the excitement. Maybe this will take the whole podcast. So we'll finally go, just shake hey, your hand there. Congratulations. Hey, congratulations. Hey, let's, hey. let's crack them open. <laughs> oh my god, we did it. We need to take a photo. Get, everyone, everyone get your phones. Everyone get your phones. Everyone get your phones. Everyone get your phones. Oh my god, the excitement. We can't we can't post this before the episode comes out because no, that ruins we the, can't. the thing. But get that um, in there. Oh, hold on. Oh yeah, you go. This is. I'll do it. Yeah, uh, we're yeah, just so. taking photos, everyone. Don't, yeah, sorry. don't mind us. We could just pause the thing, but we're not going to. Um, I had such a feeling, and it's because. <laughs> can I just get one with your just your yeah yeah yeah. It finally happened. Um, let's crack them open. Let's have a celebratory first sip. Have a little tasting notes. Oh, oh my goodness. Hey, hey, cheers. We'll cheers. figure out how long this took. Mm, mm, mm. It is very refreshing it after a day that we've had. Here, here's the thing. I saw it. I went, go 330 milk. He's going to buy 330 you, I knew that you would decide based on my preferences. Yeah. And I was like, cool, what are we working with? Get the garage project out of here. Kiriru, no. No. Was, and it just jumped out. I was like, it says hazy on the can. Mm. And I almost changed it at the end. And then I thought, if you change and he gets this beer, you're never going to let it down. <laughs> so I stuck through it. Had to check because it says IPA. I know. But it's called it, a hazy. It's a hazy. Yeah. Anyway, we're drinking Crazy Hazy Days, a New England IPA from Mount Brewing Company. Uh, 6.4%. Um, right. That's crazy. It finally happened. It finally happened. Here we are. When did we start doing this? You've got your notebook. I've got my me. notebook. I haven't brought mine up. I, I, I mean, it was last year, so it won't be in this book. Ah. I mean, we've been, yeah, we've done 42. This is the 43rd Brulette. So, so we've had 86 beers plus more with the few extra little 
little beer tastings we've had in amongst it all. I'll have to just go down our Spotify. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know the I date of our the first, first roulette. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I gotta say, it's the, it was the first can I saw in the mm-hmm. supermarket, mm-hmm. and like you said, the fact that it says hazy but yeah. it's an IPA, yeah, um, very strange. Anyway. So if you've listened to this, oh my. we are still doing the competition. Goodness, we are still doing the competition. <laughs> That's money yeah. out of pocket. So here's, so here's the thing. You've listened to this. We probably should have done it straight away, but we were too excited. You've listened to this. If you are the first person to post a story on Instagram, tag the Bros and Brews podcast, and you need to write crazy, hazy days, as in D-A-Z-E, crazy, hazy days... Brulette, what did you say it was? Brulette 43. Brulette 43. Yep. Tag at Bros and Brews podcast on Instagram, crazy hazy days, Brulette 43. The first person to do that on the Instagram story, we will put together a uh, brew of, well, first off, we'll reach out, we'll tell who yes. the winner is, mm-hmm. and then we'll be in communication with you. We'll figure out your alcoholic preferences. If you're a beer person, you're a wine person, you're a gin person. Seltzer. Over a year ago, we put a, we put a little uh, pack together for one of our listeners, Ella Jensen. Ella got back to us and said, pina colada. Now, I remember we put a little rum in there, <laughs> yep. a little coconut liqueur, yep. some soju, I think. Mm-hmm. And, of course, if you are a... Uh, non-alcoholic? Non-alcoholic listener. Um, that's completely fine. We'll figure out something. We'll have a lot of Coke Zero. Here's the rub. If you're in New Zealand, this is made a lot easier. Yes. So, go Kiwis. If you're not in New Zealand, we will figure out how to make this happen internationally. Yeah. Um, and obviously, not if you're under the age of 18, 18 of or course. 21 in America. That's true. 21 so, we will, we will probably request a photo of an ID uh, and a photo of you, which is nice. We'll get to know you. Um, so yeah, listen to this, and if you're the first person through, we will be putting together a hundred dollar New Zealand dollars prize pack. Right, everything we had planned for this episode is potentially out the window. Um, the first time we did brulette was the 25th of March, 2021. Yeah, crazy. September, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. So it's been 30 months. Oh, 20, 20 months. months. 20 months. They said it would never happen. I remember people saying it would never happen. So 84 beers. That's how long it took us. And this isn't the first time we've done the same supermarket before. No, it's not. We've at it's least not. done six or seven. And I'm seven. glad I said at the start that they said 350 beers. Yeah. And I honestly think it was probably one and one. One and 100 in terms of beers we could have bought. Less than that in terms of gauging each other. That's been the whole point of this process. Understanding where we lean, knowing we've spent the whole day together, Mm -hmm. we've been simpatico, breakfast together, little driving range situation. As soon as you said New England IPA, I knew. Yeah, because you you didn't say New England IPA. Well, (laughs) I didn't know whether to say hazy or not. Nah, I knew not to say hazy because it's, I mean, it says New England IPA. Hazy isn't necessarily a a type of you know what I mean it's a, a, a hazy isn't a an IPA or a stout or whatever hazy is like a it's like an off branch it's, a, well, it's, it's, it's an just umbrella, a lack of lack right? of filtration yeah exactly but why would you call it a hazy and it not be a hazy I don't know the back it says that it's um, 
Um, I mean, it's all the same hops we've seen before. It's crazy hazy as a rich body, balanced with tropical fruit flavors. Uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, the reason we, it's hazy is the filtration. That's where it comes along. Pineapple, but. mango, and passion fruit. Also... What a birthday treat. Happy birthday to me. Hey, happy birthday Cheers. to you. Um, i got to ask, um, first impressions? <laughs> it's very nice. I've but, been sipping but on it. But it's a hot day here. We've done a lot. You could have given me anything and I would have been like, mm, <laughs> yeah, delicious. So, so you've got to keep that into account when we score it later on. It is very nice. I mean, if you gave it to me, I would probably say that it was a hazy. Mm, I agree. It's not... It's not as bitter as IPAs no. usually are. No, the bitter aspect comes in though. It's not too sweet though. No. It's not. We had um, some carriage project dirty water seltzers last yes, night. Yes, we did. Um, which I expected. I'd never had one before. I expected them to be sweeter than they were. It's interesting that this is sweeter than those are. Than those seltzers. It's yeah. weirdly more bitter mm. as well, mm. but it has more sweetness mm. than those seltzers, which are. How do you describe them without using negative words like watery or bland? Because they're not. They're just well, low in, and I don't want to say low in flavour, but <laughs> but it's it's funny. It's they're funny. Refreshing. They're refreshing. The I think Garage Project have done the marketing well on the seltzers, calling it dirty water. Because when you drink it, there is an aspect where it feels like you are just drinking water, and then you realise that there's alcohol, alcoholic content, uh, and flavour to it. So. <laughs> Not quite right, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I like seltzers. Uh, my mother and I, uh, when we do our weekly hangout, um, we grab some seltzers. We do some seltzers. We like it. It's a nice, easy drink to do through the day with lunch and uh, uh, watching um, watching things that we watch. <laughs> it doesn't make sense, but yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go into my first impression. Very nice. I think once again, it's a it's the type of beer that's well deserved at the end of a day. Mm. There's not too much, it's not too little in a glass. I feel like this might f- favor a glass. Not that I want to pour it into a glass now. I'm just saying if I was to go to a bar and get this in glass, a pint of this would go down yeah, very quickly. Totally, I agree. Totally. Um, oh, I can't believe we've done it. That's crazy. Where do we go from here? Um, where I mean, do we, we go, go from here? I mean, we're going... We'll, we'll have to... We'll just... we just got to go on to the show. Well, no, I, I don't mean from this episode. I mean <laughs> this segment. <laughs> this segment. This segment. Yeah, true. And the thing is, we can't post anything about it until someone's won. Because... Yes. Because we can't... You know, someone has to, has to someone listen Someone has and, to and in, enter the competition. Into the competition. Yeah. Um, right. Where you do know, we go from do here? We go, do we go... F- we always said it's the first person, right? We're not yeah. going to like pick out of a hat or something. No, no, no. It's the, because we're encouraging early listening to the episode release. True. Except, except Morgan, if you're listening to this right now, you can't enter because that's bias. But I think someone will listen to it before Morgan because we're going up. If we... I don't know how quickly we can oh, get you wanna, this up. you want to chuck this out well, straight not away? not necessarily. <laughs> not necessarily, but if Morgan's going to work tomorrow... If someone's got a good 12 hours of listening time, you'd think someone would listen to it. We'll True. see. We'll see. True. I mean, we'll, we'll probably see. also tell Morgan later tonight. Well, I think you shouldn't. <laughs> really? I think, yeah, she's going to find out like everyone else. She's going to be like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> because she should have a fair chance to win the competition as, as well as anyone else. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's, we'll debate that hey, later that's on. That's the game. Um, good luck out there. 
uh, we look forward to seeing who is still listening to this. And here's the thing. It's been a long time since our last episode. So Yes, it has. So it will reward the, uh, the eager listener. True. Ready to dive back in. True. Um, I've, got, I've still got like goosebumps and adrenaline running through my body. You got up and ran around? I did run around. I couldn't. I'm restrained behind the True. Just restrained, full stop. <laughs> um, I mean, we touched on it then. So we've had a nice day up here in Tamaki Makoto. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we do? There's a dog. There is. There's a dog door. next door. We woke up. Uh, we went for a little breakfast walk. Uh, it's my darling mother's birthday in two days. Well, two days after my birthday. Uh, so went for a little present shop. Um, she does listen to the podcast, but I don't think that's that's a bad thing. She will have res- probably received a present before she listens to this, I would guess. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I won't say what I got her, but I don't think she'll mind finding out that I bought it on this Auckland trip. I'll probably tell that anyway. Too much information. Uh, we went around town. We went for a little drive. Went to Newmarket. Had some golf balls. Um, we've come back probably go out for a little dinner this evening mm-hmm. uh, yeah I feel like this trip has been worthwhile I mean Already. nothing else look at this of nothing else mm. the sweet the, the sweet I agree dog um, <laughs> the sweet serendipity um, yeah it's just been nice to come up I booked this trip a few months ago a little bit of flight credit was trying to figure out what I wanted to do for my birthday last year I didn't do much I was doing a sh- shooting a short film over my sort of birthday period and that's why uh, I didn't really do much but yeah this year birthday's on a Friday I thought I'd come up midweek I'm gonna go out for dinner on Friday have some some a uh, few drinkies somewhere with a few people um, Matt and Morgan will not be attending they have other things to do in Auckland and uh, they aren't coming down as well just for that but that's why we're gonna go out tonight and have have at least a cocktail for chance to um also, what's going on with me at the moment? Um, what is going on? It's a very, it's a very in between periods time for me. Uh, I finish up my job at Egmont Street Eatery this week. Uh, a few key figures in the restaurant had moved away. People that I'd sort of been working there for and with, and without them, it's not quite the same anymore. And it was always sort of a short, always going to be a short term kind mm. of thing. I feel mm. like my time there's done. So my last day there technically is my birthday on Friday. And then we've got another shift, Toast Martinborough up in, up in Marty, uh, working in a little stand there with Atarangi Winery. From next week onwards, I am technically unemployed. Uh, but I have some, some contracting work coming up soon, and I imagine I'll keep working at Egmont. Probably a shift every two weeks or so leading up to Christmas just to help them out because staffing shortages in Wellington hospitality are crazy at the moment. It's everywhere. And everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not opposed to, to continuing to work there. It was more of a hand, I want to hand in my notice so I wasn't under contract. And uh, that dog's oh really gosh, gone for go it. Away. Um, and we promised we haven't kidnapped that dog. It's next door. Um, yeah, just didn't want to be under contract anymore, trying to embrace a little bit of spontaneity and, and kind of move into the sort of freelance barista life. Ooh, I want to see how that goes. Sheesh. I know enough people in Wellington now, I think, that I can probably work the same amount of hours that I had been at Egmont, but just a little bit more all over the place, sporadic. Uh, we will see how that goes. Come <laughs> January, the other side yeah, of you Christmas, might I may go, I'm like, I need some more <laughs> continuous money. But I do have a bit of holiday pay from Egmont to pay out, so that'll kind of get me through. Get you over. Yeah, and I'm just kind of looking forward to the run-up to, to Christmas. Uh, it's a bit early to talk about Christmas, but... Oh, I don't of, even... Uh, it's November. 
It's, it's it, November. It's more just, I'm looking forward to that time of the year. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the sort of mandatory January break. Uh, a friend with time off work. and Even if I'd stayed at Egmont, they shut down for a couple of weeks. So I always knew that that was kind of going to happen anyway. True. Uh, yeah, just kind of embracing, just going with the flow at the moment. Which, from a 26, almost 27 years of life thing for me... It's not how I describe myself, and I'm trying to blend into that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Here I am in Auckland, just on a Wednesday. Um, yeah, that I mean, that's my general life life update. Yeah, it's not too... I mean, lots of things going on, which nothing is so to kind of go into. Some creative stuff. Um, I'm happy to say I'm working on a fringe show for the New Zealand Fringe Festival in Wellington Ooh. next year for the first time. Hell yeah. My own writing, uh, my own show, I will promote that on the podcast coming up, but that's been a big undertaking the last few months, which is sort of part of why I've been busy enough that we haven't done any podcasts in a while. But that's kind of that's kind of me. Mm. Um, what, what about you? I haven't seen you in quite a while. Quite a while. I haven't done a pod in a while. True. We've chatted about things, yep. but... But catch me up with, with life in general. Yeah, I mean, like, oh, I mean, this year it kind of keeps trucking along, you know. I really can't complain too much. Um, it's at its moments, but I'm very thankful for Morgan and everything that she does to support us and to support me. And, you know, all I can do is then support her and her work. And But, um, you know, picking the odd shifts here and there at Barker's, auditions have been coming um but have quieted down apart from today um you know two just rolling in at the same time so it's um always the game um but yeah i think the biggest thing and i don't think did i mention it last time on the pod the trip next year i don't think you've spoken about it no Uh, when when i came up and earlier on this time yesterday it was sort of brought into conversation or maybe a little bit earlier yesterday yeah I kind of went right we need to talk about this at some point because you've talked about it in hypotheticals yes. a lot yes but I think you should you should share because I don't think you've ever talked about it on the show true true well okay everyone uh, ladies gentlemen and everyone in between and outside um, Morgan and I are uh, officially moving overseas next year boo sorry yay <laughs> Um, yeah, it's something that obviously long-time listeners have known that I was meant to move to London back in 2020, and it was a, yeah, a, a big thing that was meant to happen. However, it didn't, and that was a big reason why James and I decided to do this podcast, because we realized we weren't going to get the life we were going to get in London, um, potentially living together, or at least being in the same city then. Um, so yeah, basically next year kind of lined up with myself still wanting to go morgan's been wanting to go overseas for the past couple of years as well um and we've settled on moving to dublin um everyone's like why dublin and i just go ask morgan uh <laughs> she was the big factor on going to dublin but also i didn't have any big anything against it because yeah. dublin still works in my favor for my passport and europe it's not part of brexit you know pretty easy for me um and yeah morgan really likes the culture um of irish of the irish in ireland and all of that so i was quite happy to not settle but come come to a happy conclusion <laughs> we have to pick you, have to, you just have to pick somewhere oh, you might totally. hate it totally 
and it's not forever it's not yeah. forever um, we'll probably do a, a year stint there yeah and then we might actually go into Amsterdam for a little bit because um, we can do the old partnership stuff mm. in Amsterdam and Holland with myself um, but before the move which will be in the end of June we are doing a two month holiday all around Europe we're doing France Belgium Netherlands uh, Germany uh, Austria where's you Prague? know the cities where's Prague <laughs> Um, it's your trip, man. Don't ask Czech, me the question. Chica, 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 Not Czech Republic anymore. Yes. Chica. What? Yeah. Search it. I'm pretty sure it's not called Czech Republic anymore. It's just called Chica. Or Czech. Oh, Chica. when did this happen? I don't know. It happened as no, I was... the Czech Republic, also known as Chica. Oh, okay. Well, it's the, the same as Czechoslovakia. It's the same... No, I wasn't thinking of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> um, it's the same as Holland and Netherlands. Same name, two same places two names anyway um and then hungary and then back to france and then down to italy for a couple of weeks over to edinburgh for edinburgh fringe and then um back down to london oh sorry we fly to london and then back down to london then over to dublin so it's a big trip it's a big move we have majority of the planning all sorted just need to buy some stuff some accommodation and then figure out how we're going to find a place to live and get a job because <laughs> we get closer to the time. So you'll yeah, hear... you got closing island. Yeah, you'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. Um, so yeah, you'll hear me talk about it every now and then over the next couple of months. Um, and yeah, it'll definitely be a bit of a... What is the future of this podcast? Yep. Um, so we'll come to <laughs> some sort of well, conclusion we've to that. one segment. That's, that's true. To... One segment is done. Now we just have to watch all the TV and films. <laughs> There's nothing more to watch and we've nothing more to it's talk good. about. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much been the big life. Like it's a, it's a goal now. It's an attainable like date goal. It's happening, which is probably the best possible thing that could happen could have happened for my mindset and where i am right now yeah not having a lot going on yeah um but knowing in the not so distant future that this thing is happening yeah so it's definitely a drive to be like all right you gotta start getting some money in the bank account all be on morgan you know so yeah i'm excited i'm really excited and i think it's weird at this time of year it still feels quite far away but as soon as you get into january and you're like 2023 it's happening in a yeah. five months four months three months whatever that'll race along very totally just sort of in that pre end of the year it's next year thing and yep. as soon as you come round to January 10th done it'll be oh my god what is happening in my life 50 hour weeks 60 hour weeks oh yeah I don't know if I want to go to that exciting but I mean Matt and I have been talking throughout the last day day or so that I mean, if people weren't already moving over, which they already have been, Mm -hmm. I've had multiple conversations with new people that are going to be in Europe next year. There's just, you know, people who couldn't do it this year because of finances or commitments or whatever. Next year, there's a whole lot of people. Uh, Yeah, I think in February this year, all nine of, including myself, myself plus eight of my school friends, my sort of close school group, we're all still in Wellington. And by June next year, there will only be four 
people still in New Zealand and potentially down to three or two depending on what happens people just everyone's <laughs> everyone's going they call it the I mean everyone obviously it's a, a dream or something that people want to you know do but they say it's a, is it the brain drain yeah. at the moment yeah. in New Zealand yeah. it's massive yeah. everyone just wants to get out of here yeah. but Ugh. people will start coming here totally. as well oh it, true it hasn't started yet and that's why the hospitality industry is still uh, still in the struggle because there's there's very few sort of immig- immigrant workers coming in in that industry but it will just it will just happen but all that is to say I'm I'm thinking about next year what I want to do next year still very happy in Wellington definitely not looking to move but you know next year might be the year that I do a bit of a holiday with Fran with mum and dad yeah. I also have expressed interest in going to the Edinburgh Fringe so you never know in August next year we may be doing a podcast episode and someone's lounge in Edinburgh because you do a show uh, live podcast uh, alright I'm organising it let's do it we could we could Um, it is a possibility but yeah next year's next year's just that big travel year right yeah Um, it's so exciting though I'm excited for you I'll be sad to not have my Auckland couch to come up to true Uh, we went to the uh, Auckland museum yesterday and there was an interactive exhibit which uh, you, you wrote down on a tag what you loved about Auckland. Mm. And I wrote down Matt and Morgan's couch because it is one of my favourite <laughs> things. They do, they do offer a, a bespoke airbed private room service, but I prefer the couch. You prefer the couch. So it's, it's, it's prefer yeah. the couch. Um, but building off what you said before, and this is maybe jumping the gun and, and not allowing you to talk about how you've been generally but I'm okay. I have a question for you and I'm yes. not even, I know you have a question but I'm I also even, do I'm not even gonna this uh, is the battle of the questions this is the battle of the questions why don't I say yeah say yours because then I might not want to say mine I'm just gonna ask you the question okay. because I know you're gonna answer it alright and my question is uh, it is November yes it is November I feel very detached from Movember this year. I'm not growing a mo. I'm not doing a run. I feel yep. detached from it. Yeah. So I wanted to take this time to ask you and have a little bit of a conversation is, how is your mental health at the moment? Um, and when I say at the moment, I mean today, I mean this month, I mean this year. I mean you've sort of started speaking about next year being yeah. something to look forward to. But yeah. of, I'd say, the last four or five years, this is the November where I felt m- least attached to the Movember campaign and mm. movement. Mm. Uh, and I feel like this is a good opportunity. Just dive in for, for a second. I like it. Um, yeah, let's talk mental health. Your question definitely wins. I See, and this is what... Uh, I don't know why I said anything now. Well, but I felt bad. And I want to hear what your question is. Because it didn't matter what... You could have the most brilliant, fun, intriguing question and we'd never be like, no, nah, let's not do the mental health <laughs> You know? That's not so much a question; it's more of a no, conversation. Totally, topic. totally, totally. I totally, still totally, want to totally. do your question. Okay. But, uh, Mental health. Yeah. How have I been? Yeah. How you been? Mentally wise. Mm. <laughs> it's always such a loaded question, isn't it? And it's not that it's hard to talk about; it's just mm. trying to formulate it. Mm. Um, I know a couple months ago, you know, I talked about how I had a really bad slump you know during the year um but i can definitely say the past month or so past couple of months have been really good i think i've just kind of had a bit more perspective on 
not my job, but my kind of role in life at the moment and the role that I've placed on myself in the sense of I'm not working full time. I'm acting, but not at the same time. Um, and I'm home most of the week, you know? And so I was really hard on myself, but at the same time, I haven't been doing anything about it. Like I haven't been putting myself out or trying new things or learning new things. You know, I've been really just kind of stuck in my own slump and just kind of sitting with it. But I've come to the realization, I'd say the past couple of weeks. And I think, I think this is because it's changing soon. My role will be changing in the sense of moving overseas, but I've really come to terms of the, of being like being the house husband yeah. in sense of just supporting Morgan as much as I can in terms of stuff around the house, like stop trying to be a, like a flatmate to Morgan and just, just be the landlord. Just, no, yeah, just, look, just look after things, you yeah. know, and, and, and not put so much pressure on her when she's already got pressure at work to then come home and then I might pressure her on something that's happening around the place. And I just, I just, you know, realize that that's just really unfair. And the one and the biggest way that I can support myself is by supporting her and making home life as easy as possible for her so she can go to work do her thing come home and just chill and relax she doesn't have to worry about a lot of things obviously there's a little bits and bobs that i will i will bring up every now and then and we have cleaning days on weekends where we do all the big stuff and split that but it's little things during the week and stuff that it's just kind of my i guess it's my own mental health because i'm in this environment all the time you know like i wanted a specific way and to, to be clean and things so I would, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that's happened for me um this year is just coming to terms with all of that oh loud music loud cars it happens all the time it's crazy um city of sales and cars <laughs> but yeah i think in general in general it definitely hasn't been the hardest year that i've ever had and I think that's because my mental health has also been very bad in previous years working full time. Yeah. You know, like there's two sides of it. There's two sides of working full time and just absolutely draining yourself. And then there's the other side of not working at all and not doing anything. So I, you know, I put the position on myself on, on how I am right now, but I am still happy and content only if, if Morgan is you know and we are very open uh, we have very open communication about our relationship uh, things outside finance as as a messy situation as I as I don't like to talk about it <laughs> um, but yeah I think Morgan and I are in a really good place and we're only going to keep building on that because we are going to travel and move overseas together yeah just have something to look forward to yeah but we're not going to have other people to fall back on overseas you know we'll only have each other that's a lie we will make friends and we know people overseas but it will be very much me and her and we've got to be in each other's corner yeah. you know yeah so that will be a lot of the like mental health usage <laughs> for the next couple of months is just securing us and making sure that we're ready to go yeah yeah nice it's exciting to have something 
on the horizon. Oh, I agree. To I work agree. towards. Especially, yeah? especially when I was on the absolute peak of going overseas two years ago. Yeah. And then 2020 being probably one of the hardest years that I've ever had. And then, yeah, just kind of simmering on this low ground. Yeah. To then meeting Morgan and just on the up and up and up mm. and, and, and dreams coming true. Mm. It's interesting, the... Um the timing of this because a few weeks ago I went to uh, a screening of a documentary called The Show Must Go On or The Show Goes On something like that uh, done by a guy uh, actor in Australia can't remember his name off the top of my head his name was Ben I think Ben something who had been on Home and Away for a couple of years and then his character got written out and had been through a, a massive down period dealing with uh, going from being home and away famous which yeah. really is quite a big deal you'll be on magazines and, and that sort of thing and him going through a, a process of, of some form of de- depression with the kind of come down of having a massive role and then not having it anymore yeah. and not getting more roles mm. and so the last few years he's made this documentary about uh, mental health in the screen industry in Australia but sort of applying to to other countries as well um, he did an interview Sam Neill was quite a big part of uh, oh yeah was quite a big part of it and, and it's funny because a clip did the rounds a few months maybe even six months a year ago of Sam Neill talking about his process of being an actor and the imposter syndrome and how even someone like him who's had an incredible career still has those breaks of not getting roles and feeling like will I ever work again mm. and the stress that comes with that and and in the interview he said Sam Neill said that a big thing for him was coming to terms with saying that I'm I am I'm not an actor you, he doesn't say I am an actor he says that's what I do acting is what I do not yeah. acting is what I am mm. and seeing it as a profession not as a fundamental tie to who you are as a person which yep. I think is really difficult True. for creatives because mm. we're so passionate about our work and it is a big part of us and p- part of the joy of those kind of interests is it being more than just work and it is something that you sometimes are happy to do for free you have passion projects you you love it you don't mm. just clock mm. out of it as something you think about all the time mm. but on the flip side it is a profession you are not the sum of the acting work that you have done true I saw that clip like a year ago and it was weird seeing this documentary and as soon as Sam Neill came on I was like I wonder if that's from this documentary and we saw the whole documentary and the guy that made it was there and there was a and a afterwards and it was very validating to be in a room with other it was sort of a an invitation event with industry producers and we're just talking about mental health and the industry generally and I, th- I thought that that was very worthwhile and, and a nice conversation to have uh, to, to be in the same room as, as people who go through similar lifestyle struggles mm. of, of not getting roles not getting work and not being paid and and all that is all that is to say as we think about mental health in this month that is so often the struggle for us people in those kind of industries is that you just you you never know when it's going to come and when it's no. not going to come today's a perfect example you said you hadn't heard got anything from your agent all of a sudden two auditions, two auditions. on the day where you have work it's like, <laughs> yeah ah! I know it's so um, annoying <laughs> and I think for me as I think about my mental health this month and over this year generally I started the year working at 
uh, I was at Fresh, the barbershop, doing sort of 20 hours and managing. And I think I'm, I'm proud that I removed myself from that environment and went, this worked for a while. Yep. What it gave me was a flexibility to sort of set up my own roster. Mm. And I realized that the freedom that that was providing me was not leading to enough stuff that it justified the stress that it was creating, which was creating a roster and managing other people. And that's why I was just like, I need to do something else. Mm. Went and became a cog in a much bigger restaurant, cafe thing. And I'm proud of myself for just going, I'm just going to give you my four yeah. weeks notice. Yeah. I don't have another Done. job. doesn't matter. Yeah. I will find another job, whether it's permanent part-time or just casual or I just do the on-call thing. Oh, yeah. It's sort of been a feeling of just kind of backing myself, yeah. knowing that I'm so hireable within that other industry. <laughs> yeah. And just going, I don't know, it's... I don't think it's an arrogance, but it's a confidence in no. my own yeah. ability. Totally. It's the same thing with you. I would, would hope that you would go to Dublin and go, someone in a close shop is going to give me yeah, a job because sure. I have six, seven, eight, nine, whatever years of experience. Nine years this week. That is, wow. <laughs> um, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you won't make it to 10, you'll be overseas. I will. Loser. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I think I'm proud of myself for making that decision and not feeling the need to jump straight into something else. Yep. And as I said earlier, like I'm waiting to hear back on a few grants and funds thing. They may well not come come through and that's that's fine. I think this year... I maybe earlier in the year put a bit too much pressure on myself to get those mm. grants and those funds for creative projects to get programming at theatres and and when that didn't happen I felt like that was a massive failure mm. and that, mm. that meant I had to go back to all the other stuff and I think tied to that for me is actually just accepting that I love coffee and that's something I'll always love yeah. and I think if I if and when because it will happen I get a substantial enough acting job whether it's in theatre or screen or whatever I know I'm going to miss making coffee and I think there's a real joy of realising this is something I'm going to want to be involved in probably for the rest of my life and therefore I don't have to see it as a crutch a way to pay my rent it is actually something that I really enjoy Mm. and something that I'm passionate about and it would be a shame if I lost that and it's nice to just change my perspective on that rather than it being thing i do to make money consistently it's actually just a different passion um so that's been big for me and so i think where i'm at with my mental health this month is in a really great place i'm excited for the rest of the year i don't really know what's going to happen the next six to eight weeks i feel okay financially Mm. i know that if i don't feel okay financially i can change that and next year is a bit of an unknown at the moment with all the the different things sort of up in the air and and Spontaneity is a word I've been throwing around a lot yeah. recently. I'm trying to become more of a, not a let's go and do something right now spontaneous person, <laughs> but a, I don't know. Going off the feeling, going yeah, off the moment. Yeah. yeah. Like the last few weeks for me, I've been going for ocean swims. And it's just yeah, kind of you been. You said, and that's just. And it's just, there's been days where it's kind of got to 4.30. I'm like, should I go for a swim? It gets to 5. I'm like, I think I want to go for a swim. And then I just do it. I know it'll be. Cold, cold when I get there yeah. but it's different from saying today I will go to the beach yeah. and I must go to the beach and we must have fun it's more of a I'm going to go for a swim yeah I'm going to go for a swim so that's a nice I think I don't want to say personality development thing that's happened this year but uh, but yeah so for me where I'm at this month this isn't a great place I think this year has been a, a weird one I think previous years, last year in 2020, kind of came to the year and I sort of knew how I felt about things. <laughs> yeah. I think 
a month or two months ago, I had a real, all the goals that I set this year I haven't achieved moment mm-hmm. and was really down on that. Um, personal life goals, creative goals. Um, and I think I'm in a better place now where regardless of what happens before the end of the year, I will just, if I don't achieve those things, I'll just go, that's fine. Yeah. Maybe we'll do them next year or... Hard. And I think probably there's a lot of perspective from people like yourself moving overseas and people, other seeing other people in changing scenarios that kind of leads to a feeling of things could change at any point. People mm. are moving, people are changing, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I do wonder if if maybe my lack of connection with Movember this year is from actually being in a decent a mental place. health place. Yeah, I know yeah, what you mean. I wonder, I, if, you mean. I wonder if there's a correlation there as opposed to other years if I've been sort of struggling more, I felt more uh, in tune with that, yeah. which is maybe something to track. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. I mean, that'll be an interesting thing to clock going forward as we get older. It's like, do we only advocate for mental health when we're not in a good mental health position? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be a good thing to track. But I also really like like how the way that you can sum up yourself and I guess not sum up your mental health but sum up where you've kind of come to the conclusion with yourself is that yes yeah, spontaneity I think spontaneity is a beautiful thing and I think a lot of us need to not learn it but just kind of live it a little bit more I mean some people it's just inbuilt into their personality totally I've always admired that about yeah, people like, for sure oh. and sometimes those people can be flaky and they yeah. can be a bit skittish and, mm-hmm. and you feel like you can't quite hold them down and that's true of certain individuals yeah. and yeah. on certain days and certain weeks but not all the time mm-hmm. but I've always had an admiration for people that have more spontaneity in their life yeah essence. totally I try I try to be spontaneous with Morgan yeah and I say to Morgan like you know we should be a bit more spontaneous but unfortunately her ADHD just means that when things are planned it's just everything's in a lot better place yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it's like okay that's yeah. next that's next yeah. it's like yeah sweet it's all and I think running in a line aspects of um, a personality like last Christmas I bought you a, di- a diary it's on the table <laughs> yes. like here plan your life more <laughs> um, I think in some ways becoming comfortable with the planning aspects of my personality you know, I still do a to-do list for most days when I'm at home, doing admin, doing creative stuff, what's going on the week, all that. I think I'm not trying to leave that behind. Yeah. I'm coming to understand that that is one aspect of the personality. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, just just clock just off. Go, just make space. Take it. Yeah. yeah. And I also think, to, to kind of come back to the job thing, I think the nice thing about working at Egmont was there'll be days where I'm just a Saturday brunch, I'm just behind the coffee machine for five hours. And I make, I'm busy enough that I can't focus on anything else. True. And I think that job actually did achieve what I wanted it to, and it being sort of a just busy enough Just clock out thing. and yeah, just Yeah, busy do enough place to just clock out and do the job. Yeah. Which the barbershop coffee job, I was never able to do because it was so quiet that True. I, I was like, how can I maximize this time? Yeah. Can I learn lines or read a book or I'm not being using this time enough? Whereas mm. at Egmont, I've been... Well, I'm making my wage because I'm busy doing this mm, thing. Mm. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I've said I'm leaving there, and maybe I'll miss an hour come <laughs> crawling back. We'll <laughs> see. Um, but yeah, I just I thought it would be nice to have a little chicken and and just have a dis- dis- discussion because I mean we've had the last, as we say, 24 hours, and it's 
if I had to have a guess about your mental health, I probably would have guessed sort of what you have have said. Yeah, I think it's always nice to offer. Of the, course, the, the opportunity to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, it's also nice to. I mean, the thing with mental health, in a lot of ways, whether you're in a good place or a bad place, I think I would say more if maybe if your mental health wasn't in a good space, knowing that you're not the only one. And I think that's the massive thing when it comes to Movember and mental health in general and something we've advocated plenty of times in the past and especially on this podcast is that there are plenty of people going through similar experiences to you, have experienced what you've experienced. And I think that's a lot of the time with mental health is that thinking that you're isolated in what you're feeling and that you are alone, but know that there is always people out there that are willing to listen, willing Mm. to help. Um, especially uh, Healthline mm-hmm. Healthline uh, easy to call uh, text as well I believe they text now um, so yeah if you're ever in trouble or if you ever need someone to talk to there's always someone that you can get in contact with um, but yeah I think that's one thing with us New Zealanders and especially what we've tried to advocate for is just having conversations it doesn't even have to be about mental health and just, it's okay, just it's okay to recognise that your mental health is in a decent place True. That, that doesn't mean it's not worth talking about. I yeah. think, as we've just said, you know, questioning, you know, maybe there is some element of if you're in a really good place, you don't think to ask other people because you're feeling you're feeling good. You're feeling good. It yeah. doesn't. You don't have to only share when you're in not a good place. In not a you know, good it's place. Okay, it's yeah, okay to, totally. It's okay to ask people how you're doing, and it's also okay to say I'm actually doing okay. Yeah, and that's. That's also an okay that's space to okay. be. Yeah. I'm definitely I'm definitely wanting to be better, but I'm not below. You yeah. know? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um do you want to ask a question or do you want to move on? Look, into... I'll quickly ask the question, ask question as we, so as we, we get to as we get close to nearing the end of the show, a few more things to do. My question to you is yesterday you mentioned we went to Auckland Museum. Yes. What's one thing you learnt oh good question <laughs> being at Auckland Museum now as he as he thinks we went through many exhibitions we did um, we went through um, as you walk in the um, Māori uh, history of New Zealand and the the whare and um, all of the um, whakapapa and ancestors and, and all of those that stuff the Pacifica um, we also saw a new installation the T-Rex um, that's an Auckland museum. One Within of 32 in the world. One of 32 One of in the four world. black T-Rex. Yep. Yeah, nice. Hey, that's something you learned. That's good. Um, and then we proceeded to go upstairs, and um, there's a really good exhibition, actually, about the history of Auckland yep. and how it came to be, um, which was really great and interactive. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then, yeah, we went through Origins and weird and wacky world and then we didn't want to go up to the world exhibition so we left uh, the uh, war exhibition so we left I had my answer yes so we went into uh, the volcano house <laughs> yes in Wellington at Te Papa for years there was an earthquake, earthquake house which I never went into I was always too scared to go into yeah uh, which sort of simulated what an earthquake feels like now I wonder how how jolty that is having you know experienced earthquakes in Wellington uh, but the volcano house is all to do with obviously Auckland, lots of volcanoes around, what happens, what it would look like. Um, I don't think I had any kind of understanding of, of 
what would happen if any of the volcanoes around Auckland erupted and well I can't really put it into words what it was like I don't think I need to describe what happens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I had no if someone had if you had said to me the day before yesterday what would happen if a volcano happened erupted yep. or the process started I'd be like uh, I don't know <laughs> flames yeah. not good things is the answer <laughs> um, yeah I'd say that is the thing that I, I learned about general volcano preparedness in Auckland and and how serious that could be if one of them erupted nice um, what about you well you actually already said mine well shit yeah uh, it was about the T-Rex I think his name was Fred was it Fred oh, I can't I remember know. anyway the T-Rex that's in there I must say I walked into the museum saw the T-Rex I was like fake it's not as no it's not as big as what I thought it was going to be still a massive creature yeah but wasn't that big yeah anyway um yeah one of 32 t-rex uh bones fossilized well, i presume it's 32 full, full t-rex. t-rex masterpieces yeah. Yeah. yeah um out of the millions of t-rexes that used to exist uh millions of years ago um yeah one of four where the bones are actually black due to the sediment yeah. um, that and it looked fake as well it did. because it was black. it looked like plastic black yeah. broken. and they, there were other fake skeletons in other sections yep. so you, you know you can have realistic looking fake ones this is a a fake looking real one a fake looking real one because yeah. it's, it's black yeah so the really other thing strange. I learned was that there is a New Zealand amateur paleontologist whose name I can't remember who found uh, dinosaur bones in New Zealand oh you walked past that section. I did. I was there for a while. I was leaning on the thing. Yes, you that were watching the video. Watching. Yes. Yeah, they found uh, dinosaur bones in the Hawke's Bay area. Sheesh. Yeah, because of course, back then, Gondwana land, we were attached to the mainland. Yes. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. That Dinosaurs makes sense. in New Zealand. If you didn't know that, now you know that. Also, the T-Rex uh, that was uh, in, in Auckland Museum came from Wyoming, United States. Yeah. Um, it's on loan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, also, what was that? What was that one thing that we found that was apparently only like five pounds, and it was traded for those um, things? What was it? I can't remember. Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, we found something that was like pretty, like wow, that's cool, and apparently it was traded to the museum for five pounds and a trade in trade for two other things that they had in the museum so yeah. they traded two things to have that remember. one thing I can't remember I can't what it was remember. anyway I digress um, thank you that was my question for That's the day right. your That's question right. not different wins. different <laughs> different, different. Uh, as we look to wrap, wrap up we will just chat a little bit about TV and film music and all that sort of stuff what we've been watching what we've been listening to what we've been gaming you look troubled not troubled I was just going to say I saw Black Panther oh nice yeah. tell me about it I'm great. not going to see it so yeah great great uh, spoilers if um, if you haven't seen Black Panther yet uh, just cover your ears oh, for a little fair bit fair enough yeah, yeah, yeah. fine um, really good um, I think it's probably one of the better Marvel films this phase yeah the phases that they do obviously um, the actor please forgive me can't remember his name who plays Namor who was probably the Marvel equivalent of Aquaman um, who was introduced in the film amazing brilliant great introduction into Marvel uh, it was 
well needed namor is one of the original avengers really early in the comics really great to see on screen and what they've done with underwater um and then yeah i think the kind of the tribute to chadwick boseman um and his kind of legacy that he's left behind i think they did really well um there was definitely some aspects of the film i would have changed um that yeah probably just didn't sit right with me overall but i think it was i think it was a pretty good film in terms of everything that's come out recently um completely different tone to thor love and thunder uh spider-man far from home and doctor strange multiverse of madness so good film good watch um i also saw black adam oh yeah at the films saw that with mum dc not marvel um it's just another dwayne the rock johnson movie it's crazy man um i would say the best thing about the movie was probably dr fate who was played by james bond not daniel, daniel craig. craig no before pierce brosnan pierce brosnan pierce brosnan plays dr fate who was the like dr strange equivalent in the dc brilliant really good really cool his costumes was great the cgi for him was great um i just really like that character and i'd love to see more of him but i don't think i will be unfortunately because of the movie um uh really yeah yeah cool but yeah black adam (laughs) dc man they can't do it why can't they make dc i don't know big thing about dc though the creator of guardians of the galaxy james gunn um, he is now the Kevin Feige of DC. Yes, I think I saw that. Point yeah, out. so I'm hoping for a full freaking reset of DC because it needs to happen. Mm. I think James Gunn can can mm. can do that properly. Mm. Um, TV shows, shitty reality TV, Love Is Blind. Um, love that trash. It's so good. It's so interesting how humans react in things. It's it's amazing. Americans, man, uh, love you all. Um and trying to think of any big ones. Oh, I mean, I told you this, but a big reason on why this podcast is called uh, oh, Bros yeah. and Brews um, is it was originally called Nothing to Do with Beer. Nothing to do with beer. It was Bros and Brew Bruges. Yeah, Bros and Bruges. Yeah. Um, because we both loved the movie. No, no, it was because no, the you first, hadn't... no, the first talking point was me saying I thought that film was so oh, overrated. Horror, yeah yeah, 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 totally, yeah, totally. And you going to Bruges next year? And I am going to Bruges next year. No, I, I mean, Heck yeah. bring the bloody in the episode. I'll bring it all in, back in the show. <laughs> tied up loose ends. But yeah, we watched it. Morgan hadn't seen it before, and now she is in love with um, Bruges um, and that film. <laughs> These are Parker Lemons. <laughs> you serious? What's Lollipop Man knows karate? <laughs> Colin Farrell. So good, so good. But yeah, honestly, there is so much more that I have watched in the past month since we've done the last. Uh, I mean, I don't expect you to say yeah, it was hard. But it's, yeah, I mean, I would say... Stuff. Those are the closest ones yeah. that are worth talking about, I would say. Yeah, um, what have I been watching? Uh, we're still working our way through Breaking Bad. Man, it's just so good. It's so good. Um... There have been some times where I haven't felt like watching it. I've gone, you know what? This is actually just... It's not good to watch just before you go to bed. Because most of the episodes are heavy and sad or dark. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So we've sort of slowed our pace on that a little bit. 
Um, we've been watching MasterChef Australia for the last six months because there's 65 episodes. They film it for three months. And so we've only just sort of chugging our way finally Far to the out. finish line. Because even though it's light, you just sort of get cooking fatigue. Because they would usually season. do three episodes a week, right? On TV. Yeah, Is that right? So. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They need to shorten it. Uh, we're <laughs> coming to an end of that. Um, recently, we binged, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, because Matt and I had a discussion the other day about it. Um, not on the show, obviously. Uh, Hunted. Yes. The reality TV show yes. where 10 people... Often, some of them are in pairs, some of them are solo. Get dro- I mean, it originated in the UK. There's an Australian series. I think there's other international series. Get dropped somewhere in their sort of country, and the goal is to evade capture from the authorities for 25 days, reach the extraction point, and if they do, they win a share of 100K. I'd watched one series before. I think maybe it had come up when we talked about what reality show would you want to be on the most. Oh, maybe that's what it was. But I love that show so much. It's, it's everything I want from a reality TV show. Something that I'm could see myself doing true there's enough I, because I, I watch say the great British Bake Off mm-hmm. and I can't go I could do that no, and I can't true. criticise them yeah. whereas on this show I'm like why are you doing that why are you not doing this <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah it's just it's a it's just a mix of the amazing race and I guess a, a police thriller mm. it's, you just get so invested in mm. some people go bush some people go and hide out in cities avoid CCTV yeah so binged hunted actually I just highly if you're someone that likes reality TV I just highly recommend it because it's so different from everything else mm. it's not dating it's not uh, there's no voting out process no. it's just a and there are times where you almost get on the hunter's side when people do dumb stuff it's yeah, like totally. you deserve to be caught get them like, ca- catch them get them uh, so binged that um, I honestly can't think oh have there seen some films that I've watched uh, I think since we last watched this, since we last were on the podcast, uh, rewatched The Road to El Dorado, DreamWorks. <gasps> yes, yep, so yep, good. Yep. If you've never, uh, 2001, I think it came out. Lots of people have never seen it. If you like animated films, Kenneth Branagh. watch The Road to El Dorado. It is brilliant. Mm. And in similar sentence, because we watched it a few days after that, I had never seen the Disney film Anastasia. <gasps> Fran's favourite oh, anime what Disney a film. Yeah, set in the Romanov periods of Russia. Never seen it. Didn't know anything about uh, what's the the bad guy's name based on the uh, guy Rasputin. Rasputin, real person. Ra, ra, yeah. Rasputin. Yeah, didn't know anything about him historically, and I was yep. like, okay, gotta go read up on him. Uh, just another great ninety-minute old school animated. Films. Old school animation. They don't make it the same way they do anymore. No. Oh, completely random side mm-hmm. note. You'll probably know about this. Um, just a, a small note, film related. After many years of loving the film Ratatouille, I finally spent an evening making Ratatouille. Have you not? Are you saw this? I yeah. saw it. I saw it. I finally sat down. Now, oh Ratatouille, a, as they say in film, uh, it is a peasant's dish. Uh, <laughs> traditionally, you just chuck vegetables in a pan and you cook it, but the one that they made in the film was based on a specific recipe called Confit Bialdi. I finally made it. Binging with Babish didn't I think his most ever requested video and like his most ever watched video. Oh, yeah. Watched that, made it, was stoked. Ratatouille. A real sort of movie life moment. It looked moment. really good, man. I was, uh, it tasted very nice as well. Heck yeah. Um, and then I'd say the last thing to, to talk about, uh, simply because we watched it recently, i.e. last night, is this new Netflix documentary God, series yeah. called Ancient, Ancient Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Uh, which is a documentary series it's eight episodes and it's 
essentially this one guy by the name of Graham Hancock uh, talking about his belief that there was an ancient civilization during or before the first ice age of intelligent human life that archaeologists and historians don't acknowledge as having existed at that period of time history recognizes that it was simple uh neanderthal type folk hunter-gatherers and his belief that there was a more intelligent civilization then and every episode is him going to different parts of the world and sort of saying look at this formation of rocks and look at these two and he's very convincing. We watched the first sort of four or five episodes. Yeah. We came out of it being like, well, I mean, just look at all that stuff. <laughs> There's giants. Yeah. And then you go <laughs> online and you go on Reddit and you have the people being like, this is this is false. This is an exaggeration. Archaeologists have looked at the site and, you know, got a bit more perspective. But I just think I think it was an enjoyable watch. And if you if you like conspiracies at all, if you're the kind of person that will go, Oh, this Ooh. thing in hell in this part of the world. Yeah. Even if you don't fully believe it, it's a really enjoyable watch. Totally. And supposedly his first, he's written lots of books. His first book, 1995, is called Fingerprints of the Gods. And that book, this, the elements of that book were the inspiration for the film 2012, uh, the kind of modern disaster mm-hmm, film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, worth, I mean, it's just a, it's just one of those Netflix films that, oh, that yeah. we documentaries Don't that you, you just you just gotta watch and you'll get into it and you come out of it and you'll be like and then you're like oh, okay, okay sweet. I mean least favourite thing caveat is there are multiple uh, snippets of his interview with Joe Rogan on there which I don't necessarily endorse someone <laughs> yeah, that doesn't really true. like Joe Rogan yeah. um, that's sort of it as same with you I'm sure there's been more uh, it's obviously oh, been weeks and weeks more, but yeah. we needed to mention a few things I say it's time for us to give a score to uh, the Bros and Brews podcast favourite beer Crazy Hazy Days. Have you finished yours? Uh, there's a little sip left. Have you finished yours? Yeah, I've finished mine. Oh, well, you can and have the last sip of that's mine. That's how you know that it's like... You have last sip of you've mine. You've done well. No, you... No, 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 you go. I remember. I've got it. Are you sure? Yeah, I've got it in my palate. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Um, it is objectively a nice beer. It's not just because it's our first successful brulette. It's a nice hazy... It's drinkable, but it's not too light... Uh, as as we said before, you know it's beer drinking temperature weather kind of a day, so I'm not I'm gonna try and not overinflate the score. True. I think that you know what we should say our scores at the same time. Okay. So that's my sort of closing remark. I would All buy right. the skin in a can. I would seek it out. Yep. If it was on tap, I'd definitely buy a pint. And yep. I'll try and figure out a score in my head while you spiel. Yeah. I think that's just it. I think it's kind of got everything going for it. Great name. Um, you know, it being an IPA hazy, I think it's got it going for it. The mango passion fruit flavors definitely come through, but they're not overpowering. It's not too sweet. Um, but yeah, you're very right. It's it's so drinkable because it's such a hot day today. We've had a big day. We've treated ourselves to a beer. So is that helping it in its favor? You can only score the beer on the day that you drink it. Yeah, that's true. I've got my score, so just... Okay. You, I've got mine. Okay. Yep. On the count of three, All right. I'll do a one, two, three, and then we'll say our score. Lovely. Uh, the Brulette winner, Brulette, episode 42, Crazy Hazy Days, New England IPA. 6.4%, quite strong. Quite strong. 330 mil. Quite strong. One, two, three. 
7.9. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. You didn't like it at all. No, I, it's, it. no, it's, nah, not that, no it. it's not that I hated it. No, I was... So, oh, you know what? I would have put, I put it really <laughs> no, clear, but I was just putting it under favors. Uh, I was, you know, I was going to go 8.1, and then my mind was like, no, 7.9. I was going to go 8.1. didn't even put in the X. 8.1. That's it. I mean, that's it from episode Matt no! Hated the Beer, the beer that brought us together. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode. Sorry we've been gone for a while. Um... Sorry, Obviously, not sorry. congratulations to us for a successful roulette. Just took us taking so much time off and Sheesh. a birthday week and a nine-year job anniversary to have everything come together <laughs> to this bring this ancient apocalypse of a crazy hazy days together. Um, final words before we sign off. Happy birthday! Thanks, man. It's not for two days, but I'll claim it. Yeah, take two, it. Three, two days. Two days. Uh, see you at the bar later on. Of course, we are. We are going to the bar. For bar. Celebrations uh, in order now. We're going to um, be like, why are you guys drinking so much? Going for it. Yeah, we'll have to have a discussion about that. That's we have true. Approximately an hour before we see Morgan, we have yes. to figure out what to do. Yes. Hi, Morgan. Hi. Uh, we're not talking about you. Um, from Matt, myself, the wide creative team at the Brosmans Podcast. <laughs> Uh, from the lovely apartment here in Auckland. All that is left to be said is we will see you next time. I'll be waiting for you to come around Hesitating with my feet stuck in the ground